Hey y'all, hey, welcome back to the Hot Mess Podcast, where we're going to keep it classy, sassy, and all over the place. I am your host, AC, and remember, this is adult content. Listener discretion is advised. Let's get into this episode. Hey y'all, hey, welcome back to the Hot Mess Podcast. I am so excited that you guys came back for episode two. We are going to get into some things. We're going to talk about your vagina, honey. And I know that in the Bible Belt, I'm from Louisiana, okay? I'm in the South. And in the Bible Belt, we don't, the the vagina is taboo, okay? We don't really talk about the vagina. It's just kind of like, one of those unspoken things is like when you get your period you have a lot of discretion and we don't really celebrate womanhood and we don't talk about these things and it's not until you get older you go to college and you meet different people and you learn new things and it's like I should have known this 10 to 12 years ago would have saved myself a whole bunch of heartache and a whole bunch of pain But before we get into that, make sure you guys check out our website, www.thehotmesspodcast.com. And that's where you will be able to participate in our blog, communicate, and that's where I want to engage with you guys. Leave me some comments, email me if you have any questions. If you want to be a guest on my podcast, you have a topic that you want to discuss, that's where you need to go. So I'm not going to hold you guys long today. So let's just go ahead and get into some things, okay? Number one, and I'm going to say this and some people are going to be like, oh my God, but I'm going to go ahead and say it. Your vagina is supposed to have a natural odor. And when I say natural, I don't mean fishy, but you're supposed to have a natural odor. Your vagina is not supposed to smell like roses. It's not supposed to smell like Bath and Body Works. It's not supposed to smell like lavender and berries. And that's just the reality. So when you start getting to that point to where you're trying to make it smell like lavender and berries and roses, then you create an environment for problems, okay? Your vagina is supposed to remain in homeostasis. That's what we call it in the medical field. You're supposed to have a natural pH balance and it's more on the acidic side when you're talking about the vagina. So in all in essence, everything has to have a balance. That's in every aspect of our lives. Too much of anything is too bad and not enough is too bad. So your body wants to remain in balance at all times. So let's get back to the natural odor. My mom used to tell me all the time when I was growing up, don't douche. And I would be like, okay. And she would also say, don't have sex. We never really went into why you shouldn't douche or why you shouldn't use certain soaps. It was just don't do it. So my little inquisitive self, I'm interested in that. I want to know, you know, it looks good on the commercials. You know, you see this this white lady running through the flowers and you're like, I want to be like that. And y'all know I'm not lying. Okay, period. (laughs) I go out and of course I'm having sex at this time. I go out and I was like, not only am I gonna have sex, I'm a douche before I have sex, (laughs) right? So now I've had sex and I douched and my body is going crazy. Yeast infection, bacterial vaginosis, I just created an environment for bacterial vaginosis and yeast because what happens is 
when you dish, it alters the pH of your vagina, okay? So all of the good bacteria are gone and all the bad bacteria are like, what's up, what's up? And here comes your bacterial vaginosis and here comes your overproduction of yeast. And now you have a yeast infection and bacterial vaginosis and you're walking around itching and smelling like fish, okay? Been there, all right? No addition. Your, your vagina is a natural cleansing machine, okay? If you think about it, your body has its own mechanisms for keeping itself clean. Your eyelashes. Your eyelashes keep particles from going in your eyes. Earwax. Earwax keeps particles from going down in your ears. And your body has mechanisms set in place to get rid of anything that's not where it's supposed to be so that the body can remain in homeostasis, okay? Moving on to number two, and really, I should have made this number one because I think that by doing this, we can really diminish a lot of sicknesses and illnesses and they t they teach you this in nursing school so if you're in nursing school and there's ever an answer on a test that says hand washing that's the right answer okay <laughs> washing your hands or keeping your hands clean so let me give you a scenario so let's just say you're on a date you go to the movies and you're just chilling you know you get your popcorn your drink you get in your seat, you know, you're touching the buttons to recline and in the middle of the movie, you decide, hey, I have to use the restroom. So you get up, you're touching the seats, you're touching the wall, you're touching the door and you go to the bathroom, you're opening the bathroom door, you're opening the stall and just, just think about that, everything that you've touched on your way to the restroom. And the first thing you do is you unbutton your pants and you pull your panties down. Have you ever thought about the fact that you may be introducing bacteria into your vagina? I know a lot of times we don't really think about that because we're like, I gotta go to the bathroom and you're so focused on washing your hands after, but it wouldn't hurt to either use hand sanitizer or wash your hands before. And another thing, okay? Before you be letting these men rubbing all on you, into your lady parts their hands need to be clean too i know some people will be like oh but that's gonna mess up the mood no sis his hands need to be clean because girl men are nasty their restrooms are nasty okay you just want to make sure that he not introducing any foreign disease bacteria infection into your personal space okay so hand washing let's always make sure we're washing our hands Number three, shaving and waxing. Make sure that you're using an exfoliator before you shave um, and an exfoliator after your wax. And when I, um, when I go to get a wax, my esthetician always tell me, you know, make sure that you're using the exfoliator. And it's like a loofah and you just rub it in circular motions. Basically what you're doing is you're getting rid of all of the dead skin and particles that are blocking your hair follicles because what happens is oh and if you wear tight clothes mm -mm, you're going to have ingrowns down there you want to prevent ingrown hair number one it's uncomfortable it's nasty and they leave dark spots so you don't want dark spots all on your hoo-ha okay so make sure you're exfoliating when you shave and when you wax
Number four, make sure you are keeping your vaginal area clean and dry at all times. Wear cotton underwear. And if you like lycra or silk panties, that's fine. Make sure you use some type of cotton panty liner because your vagina has to breathe. When you have a moist, I mean, it's already a moist environment. So when you have a moist environment and think about your body temperature being 98.3, moist, hot environment is a breeding ground for bacteria. You want to make sure that homegirl is getting some air, okay? And at nighttime, I mean, if you think about it, you're restricted all during the day because you wear underwear. Girl, go naked at night. Or if you're not confident to sleep naked, then maybe wear like a tank and some loose cotton shorts. But homegirl needs to breathe. She don't need to be in them panties, them tight jeans all day long, okay? Homegirl needs some air. And number five is my final tip. It has to do with preventative care. And I am an advocate for preventative care. And I'll tell you why. If you are having routine breast exams and routine pelvic exams, then any issues that may be happening, your doctor can catch it. I have a history of breast cancer in my family, so I do self-breast exams. Even before I had my breast reduction, I used to do them. And right after I had my baby, I, I'll never forget, I was breastfeeding and I felt like I felt lumps and they were sore. And I went to the doctor and I was like, hey, my breasts are sore and they feel different. And she was like, okay, well, come on in. Of course, my doctor is amazing. She listens to everything I have to say. And she's like, your milk ducts are just kind of backed up. So I met with a lactation consultant and girl, she helped me through a really dark time, okay? Breastfeeding was so hard the second time around. Make sure you are getting your preventative exams. Make sure that you are staying on top of your reproductive health. Make sure you're staying on top of your health. I hope that you guys take away something valuable from my podcast today. Don't forget to head on over to my website, www.thehotmesspodcast.com. Make sure you guys stay tuned, subscribe to my podcast, and I will catch you in my next episode. Bye.